This is Small Town News. I'm Keith. I'm Neil. I'm George. And I'm Craig. And what we do each session is we read small town newspaper articles from small town newspapers somewhere in the United States. We are reading these articles for the first time. They are provided to us by the wonderfully talented but the woefully underpaid Dr. Saxon. Woohoo! From those articles, we might take a character, a situation, maybe just a singular word, and we're going to improvise stories around it. We're just trying to make big stories out of small town news. Where are we today, George? We are right here. What? Newburn. Oh, what? Well, in a gl- more general sense. <laughs> Earth. We're in our, our home state. Is everyone here from North Carolina? I was born and raised in North Carolina. Keith. Yarp. Neil. You're the only non-native. I am a non-native. What? You are. I am. This Get is the born time in which out I, of this room. Get this out. is the time in which I out myself as Jackson, being from Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville, Florida. I know where my dad was born. That's right. That's right. We've talked about it Till since he was like two months old, right? All since this I was time, born. Was I it two thought you were a North Carolinian. Turns out he's a Florida man. The I'm a Florida man. <laughs> I'm a Florida man in North Carolina clothing. Yes. I broke bread with a Florida man? Many times. You bastard. Henceforth, I should be shunned and accept the punishment. <laughs> no more gator meat for you, sir. <laughs> Well, no, nothing but gator meat. No. Yes, only yeah. gator meat. Florida man, <laughs> I have a question. <laughs> Let's say you're sitting down to a plate of barbecue. Yes. You have two sauces in front of you. I do not, because I would only eat one of them. It would be vinegar. That was very close, Florida man. <laughs> I know how to, uh, I know your ways. I know <laughs> how to slip unnoticed through restaurants. For I also <laughs> know George, he would use both sauces. <laughs> I would put the meat away and just drink sauces. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> tangy. Unsullied Sweet. sauce. For like the two people who are not North Carolinians listening to this, I'm being optimistic. There's two of you. Um, like vinegar base is very important it when is. it comes to Kind of east of 95. I was going to say, un- until you pass a certain line. Yeah. Yes. And then you get into Lexington style, yes. which is like ketchup. Basically yes, red sauce. and I'll tell you where we are today is definitely ketchup town. <laughs> where we are here? No, where we are in small town. Oh, oh, today. oh, got you. Yeah, I refuse to say oh, the yeah. real name. We, we will just refer to them as ketchup town. Ketchup town. We are in ketchup town, North Carolina. <laughs> That's right. Located in Surrey County, about thirty miles north. <laughs> Hold on, Neil. We gotta ask the Any, question. Anybody ever been to North Carolina? Yes. <laughs> uh, well, has anybody ever been to Pilot George Mountains? just barely. <laughs> I was who's chased been, by some Appalachian so who's cannibals. Been to, who's been to Pilot Mountain? Oh, I've been to uh, to uh, Ketchup Town actually within the past year. Yeah, there you we have? go. I've also been to Ketchup Mountain. I've yes. camped out at Ketchup Mountain. Really? Ah, very cool. Yeah, I'm not sure which one it is. Well, let's like, read. I don't think I have. Uh, it's located in Surrey <laughs> County, about 30 minutes north of Winston-Salem, the town of Pilot Mountain, population 1,477, sits just outside of Pilot Mountain State Park. Pilot Mountain, along with the town of Mount Airy, also located in Surrey County, are best known as their fictional counterparts, the Andy Griffith Show, Mount Pilot, and Mayberry. The town has experienced several population booms over the last 100 years. The first spike happened in 1930 when the population grew by 42% to 1,010. In 1960, the town's population rose by 20% to 1,310. In 2010, the population increased by 13% to 1,477. While the 2020 census numbers are not yet in, the town is estimated to have lost 64 residents over the last decade. Hold on. I got to phone a friend. We have with us today, Mason is in the audience. Mason, Ooh. did we go to Pilot Mountain recently? Yes. Like two months ago? Yes. Okay. Well, I was Pilot about to Mountain. say, <laughs> you, you went to like Greensboro, picked up your daughter and yep. went there. Yep. With and Mason. I know this. Yep. And I didn't know if that was Hanging Rock. <laughs> is that another one near there? It's not near there. That's farther much west. farther west. Yeah. So it wasn't Hanging Rock. Mason, did we hike up to the top you of Pilot did. Mountain? Yes. So I should have remembered this. This did not happen that long ago. I, it was I remember this. Do you not remember this? <laughs> I don't. It was Ketchup Mountain. Ketchup Mountain. See, that makes more it sense. It was more of a wet slide on the way down. <laughs> yeah. So the sad part is, George and Hard I to went get to up lunch easy to get down. after he got back, and I got to hear the whole story about him 
going up, grabbing Abigail because it was like yeah. a it, it was, was just a kind of a break. random weekend. Yeah, it was a let's get away. Yeah, blah blah blah. Yep. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you'd like to know about your I'm life in the last? I'm not surprised now that I know he's a Florida man. It was. It was. <laughs> They're great. not known for their <laughs> memories. <laughs> it, it was no golf course that I was I able mean, to randomly walk across and scare people. It was obviously a, yeah. it was obviously a memorable trip though. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I remember so much about the trip. Everything about the trip, in fact, except the name of the town. Okay, so for, for our two listeners outside of North Carolina who maybe have never seen it, and for George who saw it two months ago and has forgotten, <laughs> Pilot Mountain looks like a grassy boob with a rock nipple Yarp. sticking out the top, with a grassy cover at the top of that rocky nipple, a tassel, if you will, a tassel, Dang. perfect. <laughs> so when when George Booby hiked up the mountain. Rock. I'm pretty sure you didn't climb the rock face, right? You just hiked up to the base yeah. of the rocky nipple. So we weren't sure. We thought we were at the top. You were not. We were not. If we, unless we you climbed know, a rock it's face. an accomplishment. Yeah. yeah. We did not climb a rock face. Yeah. We got to the top, and then um, Abigail was having, like, she needed to eat something. Like this was when you were going to walk back down the road and yes. wind up catching the bus. Well, we were trying to catch the bus, and it, we found out you had to buy tickets down at the bottom of the mountain. To get ride the bus, and when we tried to buy tickets at the top online, it was like an hour and a half wait. So we started walking down the road, and we just followed the bus. Yes, <laughs> we figured this will take us to the bottom. Yeah, and it did. Well, focusing on a different aspect of uh, Pilot uh, Mountain, um, me and Meredith went there. We spent a day there. We did the, the uh, mountain and whatnot, but we also spent time in the downtown area. And they really are serious about the Andy Griffith connection. Yes, yeah. we didn't take the time to actually go through the Andy Griffith Museum, but it does exist. And maybe for purposes of this episode, I will have to find the picture that me and her took of the Andy Griffith statue with us. Yes. Uh, there is he holding a fishing town. pole? The what? Is he holding a fishing pole in the statue? Um, it is specifically him pushing Opie down to the ground. Good. His arms stretched out. He is just push. It, that's not really what it is, George. <laughs> 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 I'm so Howard. sorry that this is a uh, like old-timey radio uh, broadcast here because you cannot see George's surprised face. Why would Andy Griffith do that? Why? That's not what he's known for. So, so if you go to Manio, he is known for being a total and complete asshole. When he was in the, um, the play... The, the Lost, Colony? Lost Colony? No, when he retired to that area. I had a friend in college who grew up, and she said, yeah... Andy Griffith's a jackass. That's he sad. was just a mean man, apparently. That's it. I, I've, I've heard more to the contrary, because he also spent a lot of time in Wilmington, where they filmed most of Matlock. Matlock, yeah. Like, any building in downtown Wilmington that remotely looked like a courthouse, they used. <laughs> so every building. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Like, pretty, like, every, like every bank in yeah, downtown yeah, Wilmington, yeah. at some point, Andy Griffith walked down the steps so triumphantly <laughs> in a gray point, suit. Yeah, apparently at some point he transitioned to the old man who'll run over people if they don't get out of the road when he was in Mania. And you hate that because like he had this lifetime of being this folksy kind of hero yeah, and, and all these different things. Yeah, that's kind of... And, and maybe that's her impression of him. She did not like him at all. Yeah. Easy. I, and I'm, I'm going to vouch for Annie Griffith. I, I, I have no reason to. <laughs> and your to. personal relationship. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good guy. He gave me a lollipop one time. No. Um, so when he, he was, was pushing his son He was the chorus teacher at Goldsboro High School. He was chorus teacher for one of my uh, older oh, friends. Really? Yeah. But I'm willing... But I, I'd be willing to place a bet that because of that Annie Griffith persona... That any amount of flawness that mm -hmm. he showed mm -hmm. was probably overexemplified because it would have seemed so contrary. Because to what you people think. Yeah. knew him as good old. Was that his character? Was he was he actually named Andy Griffith on the show? Andy Taylor. Andy Taylor. Oh. That's close enough. <laughs> I kind of feel bad. So I kind of feel bad for the guy because I mean that's he's held to a standard that he cannot meet right. all yes. the time his right. entire life. When you think like when you literally think of like. 1950s North Carolina backwoods folksy person. Yep. He is the literal face. So if he's having a bad day and he pushes one or two kids down to the ground, <laughs> people are probably going to think the worst. And that's a he's shame. allowed to push down a kid or two yeah. in his life. I mean, once a quarter. Sometimes Ron Howard could be kind of a jerk. Yeah, maybe he, he mistakenly thought it was uh, <laughs> his brother. His brother, <laughs> Cliff. <laughs> Clint, Clint Howard. Clint, Clint Howard. <laughs> so if you look up Andy Griffith is an asshole on Google.com, <laughs> there, there are a lot of people that don't like Andy. I wonder what the internet thinks about Andy. But I wonder Andy. if all those people were like the uh, characters in Matlock that he sent to prison. And they're, they're the ones that are giving him bad reviews. 
<laughs> I, I thought I was getting away with him. That old man in that light gray suit. He saw right through me. <laughs> or all the, all the drunks that came through the Mayberry jail. They would give him good reviews. He just he, let them dry out in there and then go home. And Aunt May would serve him dinner. Yeah, they had a pie. <laughs> Here's your pie. <laughs> See you back next week. There are only two ways to get one of Aunt May's pies. You're either Andy Griffith or you're a drunk in his jail. Are you finding more <laughs> one-star oh, yeah. reviews? I'm, I'm, I'm deep diving. He's, he's in a Andy Griffith is an asshole. So, well, and it's funny because everything is like a war of people who want him to be Andy Taylor. Yeah, like they yeah. don't want him to be anything but Andy Taylor. That's what I'm saying. And people who have some some personal connection with him. Uh, my dad once worked with a guy whose brother worked as a gaffer in Hollywood. He did work with Andy Griffith and said that AG was a big jerk, demanding and rude. I, I'm not going to lie. If if I was <laughs> Andy Griffith, which I am, right, and I had my whole career, and it was done, and now I'm like 70, and I just want to go eat a sandwich, and every time I turn around, somebody's like, hey, Andy Griffith, I don't want to have to match their level of expectation to me every time. Sometimes I'm going to say, hey, I'm just trying to eat a, a meal here. I'm just trying to be naked in a park here. I'm just trying to drive a car through a window here. <laughs> I'm just trying to push a child down. Pilot Mountain. <laughs> Speaking of that, I grew right. up 40 minutes from Pilot Mountain. I used to go there quite a bit for hiking and rock climbing. And I went there once uh, uh, with a couple of friends of mine. And uh, one of my friends who was not the most graceful guys in the world, he was there with us. And we hiked up this steep rock face. And then the other guy was behind us. And he got about halfway up and then lost his balance. Oh, Ooh. And it wasn't like a completely vertical drop, but it was steep, right? Ooh. Andy caught him. Andy was there. <laughs> and then pushed him with a the halo. <laughs> well, watch it there now, youngster. These can be dangerous mountains and then, here. And here, have a piece of Aunt May's power. <laughs> Who's Aunt May? <laughs> was it, what, what was her name? Aunt B. Aunt B. Oh, I thought uh, it was May, too. Aunt B got what? fed up. Yeah. No wonder you guys think he was a good guy. That was the other <laughs> sister. <laughs> you don't know anything about Andy Griffin. Uh, Did you even watch the show? Were you even born in North no, Carolina? I was I was a big fan of Barney Fifey. <laughs> Barney Fief. Yeah, Fief. Barney Fief. <laughs> uh, the town, like all important places, has its own seal. And this seal has a lot going on. The great seal of the town of Pilot Mountain, NC, is in all caps around the outside of the seal circle with, quote, a caring community, close quote, printed at the bottom of the circle and separated from the all caps portion by two green leaves on either side. In the center of the circle, there is a very busy image. In the background, there is, of course, Pilot Mountain with the sun either rising or setting behind its peak. Ideally, the sun would be rising in the image to symbolize the town's life and growth. However, it seems as though the town is geographically situated so that you can only see the sun set and not rise behind the mountain from town. In the middle ground of the image is the town itself, represented by a few buildings shaped vaguely like a school, a factory, and businesses or shops. There is also an old-timey log cabin set off to the left and separate from the modern buildings. In front of the town, there is a piano keyboard that is shaped like a winding river, and to the left of the keyboard river, there is an artist's palette with three brushes and a closed book with a pencil on top. In the foreground, there is a church with a cross on its steeple and with two hands shaking inside a building. This Presumably, is giving me anxiety. Listen. Can you imagine this meeting? <laughs> Every Presumably time. shaking each other, not with palsy. D this is when anytime somebody's trying to create a new logo or a new seal or some kind of design and they got to get everybody's buy-in on it, this is what happens. Yep. It's a train wreck. Everybody wants something in there. And there's no way you can see this detail without like getting right up on it and looking at it with a magnifying glass. Some people should just shut their mouth and let the designers work. And just accept the one thing that your town is known for. If you're lucky, you're known for one thing. But, In this case, it's Andy Griffith. But which one? Just I don't think Andy he's Griffith even on there. <laughs> like, that's the one thing they didn't put was Andy Griffith. They've like, got all the... you need for Newburgh is a can of Pepsi. <laughs> I mean, they've got the keyboard river. Maybe they could yeah. only afford Otis when they were trying to get the endorsements <laughs> or, and didn't want to go there. Or Aunt May. <laughs> the ant that was never existed That's why Keith and I are confused We've seen the seal Aunt May's on there with a rotten pie And a mustache Yeah. <laughs> Who was the, the guy the from the mountains mustache. The crazy dude Which one? Uh, oh god I can't remember his and name Andy Griffith? Yeah I don't know Apparently I thought In later years was... it was Andy Griffith Yeah <laughs> 
Um, Jess agrees with you, Craig. She says, one can only imagine that a seal crammed with so much stuff had to have been made by a committee with members insisting on their personal vision of the town being representative. Quote, yes. I go to church, so there better be a church on that seal. I love a firm handshake, so stick one of them on there. I really think we should be able to see the sun rise behind the mountain from my porch. So put a rising sun on it. <laughs> it's like flags, too. Flags get way too busy, right? The, yes. The best flag is a simple flag that you can see from the, you know, looking up at a flagpole, you know where you are. Like, like the, the Newburn white... flag. It's just a can of Pepsi. Yeah, just a can of Pepsi. That's like it. the white flag. Just surrender. It's surrender. <laughs> Didn't know which one you meant. That, that's what the guy. That's what the guy who was trying was to help design simple, this thing did. I guess. That was after a long process of trial and error. Don't you see our flag? It's two hands shaking each other in agreement and coming together. And there's a feast underneath them where they break bread together and hearts, little hearts in the corners, and a dove that's making you some soup. Yes, to make you feel good. <laughs> Guys, they're not going to catch us. I just make it white. <laughs> or like a pirate flag. Like, you see a pirate yeah, flag in a certain bones. age, you know what's yeah. going on. Yes. You're not confused. But the original pirate flag. Which was? It was two hands <laughs> doing the uh-uh-uh finger wag, because I'm not going to be friends with you. And a sword and, and a bloody head. And then there's some gunpowder, because it's ready to be put inside of a gun. But it's not even in a pouch. It's just little dots. <laughs> Pilot Mountain is the dominant <laughs> geological feature in the area. <laughs> and then there's a vulture. And then there's a, and then, but the vulture has like a big black beard, like Blackbeard the pirate. Yeah, and he's really fat because he's well fed because he's eating a lot of different carcasses. And you know? babies. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. There's and there's actually a, a, just a diaper beneath him because he ate that baby. And the diaper's empty. Yes. Because there's no baby inside. We don't want to confuse people. <laughs> Pilot Mountain is the dominant geological feature in the area. The mountain is topped by the Big Pinnacle, which has, quote, high and colorful bare rock walls with a rounded top covered by vegetation. Originally called Jomaki, or Great Guide, in the Swara language, Pilot Mountain is not part of the Appalachian Mountains. It is part of the Swaratown Mountains, named after the Swara tribe, which lived in the area until the 1700s. You have encountered, in a very roundabout way, the Swara before. Chiraw, South Carolina. The lo location of a September 2020 episode was a major settlement site for the Swara. I'm going to say it different every time. And Chiraw. It is one of many anglicized forms of Sora. This ancient mountain range, also called the Mountains Away from the Mountains, is located only in Stokes and Surrey counties. Wait. Yeah. Like, like Newburn is the beach away from the beach. Right. <laughs> the mountain's summit is off limits to the general public and only accessible to rock climbers. That's why we didn't climb it, Mason. We could have. They told us no, remember? Apparently, my dad did. 70s style in like cut off jean shorts and like, I'm going to just do this. Like a free, free climb. Yeah. Huh. I can see my dad doing it. It's, it's not like you got to have gear, but it's smart to have gear. Because you could just like claw your way to the top. Yes. When you climbed it, did you, did you have gear? I didn't climb it all the way to the top. No, there's, oh. there's lots of other areas down below where you can rappel down and climb up that way. Okay. It's a big mountain away from the mountains. <laughs> Pilot Mountain and its nearby state park are home to several animal species. Unlike some other state parks where there's no animals. Right, several. At all. Several. None. Just one animal. Yeah, just some one they singular got a animal. <laughs> they just let the seal in every day. <laughs> seal. Not one type of animal, one animal. Yeah, yeah. one animal, one seal. All yes. right, come on through. <laughs> come see him before he dries out. <laughs> the, the, the seal away from the seals. <laughs> we can't put him on the seal, though. That's not allowed. We actually have two. This seal and then the yes. seal. That comes two in. seals. <laughs> we still need a handshake. Yes. And a church. <laughs> Just a human hand shaking a flipper. Yeah. An Aunt May. <laughs> Aunt May and a seal pie. It's more of a flipper high five. <laughs> Are they friends? No. <laughs> you ever seen Over the Top? It's about to go down. It's a, yeah, it's it's aggressive. <laughs> they want custody of their son. <laughs> there is a half human, half seal baby <laughs> in the mountains. They got away from the pirate. <laughs> and Andy Griffiths in the background. This is a monstrosity. 
<laughs> he's defending the seal in court. <laughs> you get a line, I'll get a pool, honey. That's what he's doing. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's move on to the second sentence of this paragraph, <laughs> shall we? What you get a line, I'll get a pool, and we'll go down to the seal swimming hole. You get a line, I'll get a pool, honey. OP. <laughs> There are deer and possums and raccoons and vultures and tons of other wildlife. But the two most interesting native animals are the Carolina wren and the Eastern American toad. The Carolina wren, which is South Carolina's state bird, is frequently the victim of, quote, brood parasitism by brown-headed cowbirds. That sounds like a slur. You brown-headed cowbird. <laughs> That's what Andy Griffith would yell at the kids that walk across That's why the people think he's mean. He's yeah. so mean. He's so mean. He's calling brown-headed cowbird instead of a wren. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it is. And then people come by and like, why'd you call my kid a brown headed cowboy? It's like, have you seen South Carolina State Bird? It's beautiful. <laughs> have it's a piece on of their pie. flag. Yeah. <laughs> right next to the other flag. <laughs> but that's right next that to the seal. Legitimately like a five year old slur for somebody. Yeah. That is great. Like when I was a kid, for some reason, for a while around school, people would call you a knobbly headed wombat. That was the, that nice. was the insult. But that's like brown-headed cowbird. That sounds yeah, like it's from like the Jabberwocky poem. <laughs> yeah, you're a knobbly-headed wombat. That's one of the flavors on Willy Wonka's wall. <laughs> <laughs> the knobbly-headed wombats taste like knobbly-headed wombats. <laughs> we are the dreamers of dreams. <laughs> we are the brown-headed cowbirds <laughs> of nightmares. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> uh. Cowbirds will use other birds' nests as homes for their young. They will sneak one of their eggs into another bird's nest, and that other bird will hatch the baby cowbird. The Carolina wren is one of 221 bird targets for the brown-headed cowbird. In order to make room for her egg, a female cowbird will eject one of the wren eggs. Moreover, the remaining wren eggs will develop at a lesser rate. Once a cowbird egg is present, the Eastern American toad has its, re- re- has its own reproductive challenges. Like other amphibians, these toads return to their natal ponds for reproduction. Because they breed at the same places they were born, these toads have an increased chance of encountering their siblings as potential mates. However, what's in that pie, Aunt May? <laughs> <laughs> However, the Eastern American toad is biologically hardwired for incest avoidance. Oh, that's nifty. Go. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Male. That's always a good thing. If you're going to be hardwired for anything, you want that to be checked. <laughs> right. yeah. it's, it's a shame other species don't have that. Uh, males vocalize during the breeding sessions in ways that their sisters recognize. And here's what it sounds like. And then avoid. <laughs> well, golly, I better stay away from that one. Rates of incest in these toad populations are very low. This was someone's job. I was going to say, who somebody measured this. this. Who has? Who was that guy or girl? Okay, guys, we're drawing straws. Somebody has to measure the incest rate of toads. <laughs> this particular kind of toad. Ah, uh, hamburgers. <laughs> Let me get the net. Showing up to toad family picnics, just like, okay, so you and you. Did you know each other before this? Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those things where I'm going to ask a question, and I don't, I don't care to hear the answer. I, I, I don't think anybody here knows the answer, but I just... <laughs> I'll make one up for you if that's, you need it. That's fine. I'm, I'm, whatever you say, I'm not going to care. I want answers, and I want them now. <laughs> no, I don't, because ultimately it's going to be way too sciencey. But like, how is a scientist, as a human scientist looking at these toads, do you right. look at them and say, oh, well, clearly they're siblings. <laughs> that one looks just like that one. They must share parents. Clearly. Yeah. How, how do you care? That is more. That's another great question. No, but you have to question the science or the study. It's like the That's very premise puri- of it is that you can tell a difference in two toads. That that no, they're like Puritan stuff. Uh, no, though. I think they're really concerned about how many species are soft wired for incest avoidance. And so they're trying to find those genes and really narrow down the hardwired incest avoidance gene so that they can duplicate that in other places. In humans. Well, you said it. 
All I know is <laughs> Mr. DNA did not go into this in the intro to Jurassic Park. Oh. Every, anything I know about frogs is from Mr. DNA in Jurassic Park. So how did, how did you make these dinosaurs? Well, we found out that the frog was hardwired for incest. And once you put two male frogs together from that are brothers, you end up with two sisters that can't multiply unless you put them together. In the why everything went to crap in Jurassic Park. Some idiot scientist in Jurassic Park accidentally let incest frog DNA into the dinosaurs. <laughs> Have fun in Pilot Mountain. <laughs> you should really get together and create a seal for yourselves. Just jam as much as you can into one small circle. Free solo to the top of the big pinnacle while you listen to the Chira episode. Try not to step on any incestuous toads. And watch out for cowbirds chucking wren eggs out of the nests. Yeah, I don't, we don't need to backtrack to it. But yeah, we, we completely avoided that very interesting bit about the birds substituting eggs. What a wonderful thing. It's what? like Maisie in that... Dr. Seuss. It is. It is. What a dirty thing to do is kick some other egg out and lay your egg there and then fly off to Florida. Isn't that how you got from Florida to here? (laughs) Yeah, well, I have to ask my dad. I want to imagine that Andy Griffith, good-natured Andy Griffith, saw that happen, and he saw the darkness of this world, and that's what turned him. That was it. That was it. Or it could be this next article. No. Table for 125. (laughs) In Pilot Mountain. Neil's got things to do, guys. Yes. By Come Bill on. Colvard. Well, <laughs> Neil's leaving at a specific time. Keith is supposed to be too. <laughs> <laughs> Table for 125 in Pilot Mountain by Bill Colvard. Prioritizing downtown revitalization has not yet brought any fine dining establishments to Main Street, but a grand dining experience can still be had there every year or so. The town's Foothills Diner on Main, the third of which is happening Saturday, doesn't depend on a restaurant for a big night out. Instead, a single table for 125 will straddle the yellow line of Main Street, and five courses prepared by three chefs will be served in white linen splendor under the evening sky. All the usual amenities of a grand evening, past hors d'oeuvres, floral centerpieces, lively company, music, generous libations, will greet guests who sit down at the communal table. Saturday's dinner will benefit the town's Main Street Revitalization Project. According to Commissioner Scott Needham, proceeds will be used for plants, pots, and to help cover engineering costs for a streetscape plan. It's like Mercy on Middle. Yeah, it is. The only thing that makes me sad is I thought that was an original idea in Newburn. There are no original ideas. Please don't let it harden your heart like Andy Griffith. Never going there again. I want to go. I'm going to find the original town. But wait, but wait. Their table's not 125 people. It's a different number. It's bigger. We cut to a 125 top table in the middle of the street. Uh, hi, everybody. Sorry, uh, I'm going to be your waiter today. Um, Thank God. Hi, thanks, thanks for coming. Uh, this is a uh, great event. I uh, hope everybody's doing well. Uh, my I name. I can't yeah. hear you. Uh, sorry, my my name is Terry. I'm going to need I'm some gonna... more water. Okay. Uh, can I let me start everybody out with some drinks? Uh, you 12 over here. If I could just. Uh, can you tell me what you... God, this is my first day. What about us? We've been here longer. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, so today's special, uh, we've got uh, five, really five dishes. What? Uh, my wife and I paid $75 a plate to sit outside. Where is the bread? Can, some, can somebody bring the bread out? There's, there's nobody. Uh, is it just you working here? It is. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, we didn't realize this many people were really going to... Come you out. had 125 seats placed at the table. You're the only waiter. Yeah, but I, I mean, it's my first day, so I've got a lot of energy. I'm, 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 I feel like I can handle this. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, I'm David. I am going to be training uh, our, our, our new recruit here. Did you introduce yourself? I did. Okay, perfect. So I'll he didn't stop tell by. us his name. What? Terry, did you not tell them your name? I, I may have. It was kind of a blur. There's, there's a lot of... There, people are clanking their glasses. My there's, wife and I paid $75 a plate to Terry, not know the really waiter's gonna, name. Terry, you're, you're re- really going to have to pick this up. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I'll, I'll be back. Who's okay. the second guy? Oh, Does uh, he have the bread? Uh, can, can you bring bread next time you come? Oh, God. Okay. Uh, how about the fish? Everybody good with the fish? Is it local caught? Uh, what? We cut to the kitchen. I wonder when he's going to come in here with the orders. I don't know. This is. Uh... I mean, we have 125 chefs back here waiting to make the meals, and 
this guy is really just taking his time bringing him in. This event's going to take forever. I don't know. I mean, I think they got the new guy out there. Yeah. Yeah, and we have 125 experienced chefs <laughs> yeah. waiting to make these meals. I'm one of them. I should know. I, I, do you think maybe they loused up the allocation of numbers and resources as to where they should have been? Nah, they've been doing this for a couple of years now. They, they should have, have to know what they're out. doing. Yeah. We yeah. come back to the street table. Hey, so uh, where are you guys from? What do you mean, where are we from? I paid $75 a plate to you not ask me small talk questions and not bring bread. Oh, well, I mean, I just, I find it's nice to just get to know my customers. When, what? Uh, hi, uh, I'm Terry. Where, where are you folks from? Uh, it's a nice night, isn't it? What? I, I said it, it's, it's, it's really, really clear tonight. I don't think we're going to get any rain. I'm sorry, I know you're right beside me. I'm just hard of hearing. There's the, there's a lot of dishes uh, clanking. Terry, hey guys, David again. Hey, Terry, David. how's I'm, it going? I'm, we really need to get some orders back to the kitchen. I'm, I'm working the tips right now. I, I, okay, I want to okay, get to know okay, them. Okay, I, look, this is a per plate dinner. There's actually nothing they need to order. You just need to get the count. All you need to do is get the count. It's they when they bought it. It was a specific menu. All all you need to do is take a number back to the kitchen. Okay. Can what? You, uh, hi, uh, we're not talking with you right now, Mrs. Davidson. I'm Mrs. Davidson. Thank you, Mrs. Davidson. It's very nice to meet you. Okay, I, I think uh, I got it. My wife and I paid seventy five dollars ticket to sit next to Mrs. Davidson. You did, and you can complain all you want. She can't hear you. I know. That's... I need someone to hear my complaints. This guy Terry is completely oblivious. He wants to know where I'm from. Well, that's great, Terry. Keep up the good work. If Thanks, you guys David. need anything, just let me know. All right. Uh... Uh, yes. What are, What is your favorite number? My favorite number. Your favorite number. Seventy five. It's not seventy five anymore. Oh, okay. And it's not one hundred twenty five. Well, I'm just, I'm just. Why don't you just go bring us some steaks? Eight. Eight. <laughs> Great. All right. Eight. All right. So cut back to the kitchen. <laughs> Why is there an order for steaks? Uh, I thought this was just fish. It is. What? So what? I well, I mean, but we finally have an order to do. It, do you have any steak? I mean, we can kind of mold the fish to look like a steak. I mean, maybe that will work. We've got salmon steaks. Why don't we, we got just nothing but steak? time on our hands. We literally have one order here. Okay, hey, guys. Uh, yeah. Hey, sorry. Uh, somebody was asking if we had piping hot soup, like boiling hot no, no, uh, soup. Okay. So look, do you do you see this menu? Yeah. Okay, can you read the things on the menu? Can you read? No. Okay, see, here's part. Now we're getting down to sort of the basis of what's going on. So this menu doesn't really allow them to order anything. All you need to do is get a count for us and let us know what's going on. Bring we it have awkward. 125 chefs who are ready to individually make each course for each person they, that's out. This they even awkward. know what to make. This is you just need to right say now. go. We All we need is the go-ahead that, yes, the people are there. Are this they is, there? This is awkward for me, I got to say. They are there, but I also cannot count. What's your name? Terry. Terry. <laughs> Terry. It's nice to meet you, Terry. Nice to meet you. Okay, um, can you see, so it's, there are only 125 chairs at the table. Can you just go see if there are any empty chairs? Ooh. Okay, empty chairs. Empty chairs. Come okay. back to the table. Is everybody here? What? Is everybody here? Are all the chairs here? Eight. We cut back to the kitchen. Eight. <laughs> Somebody said eight. There are eight <laughs> empty chairs or there are eight people? Eight people. It's a shame we can't go out there. It really is. It would really help things along. God, not I, in our contract. I can't not. split my tips. There's no way I can split my tips with you guys. There's 120 chefs and more. It's going to be no a haul way. for sure at this rate. But and we can't be seen in our chefs' robes. So sh should we make eight or 117? I mm. guys, if I had to guess, I'd say that there's like six people out there at hey. least. All right, six it is. It's a survival technique. This we can always make so more. Far. If only there was a window in this door. <laughs> I know. It's really uh, poor planning. We are, Our heads are really tied behind our backs today. You're telling me I have to walk three blocks to the kitchen every time. I get, Oh, man. This was not well thought out. <laughs> Cut back to the table. 
<sighs> All right. My wife and I paid $75 a plate, and our waiter is sweaty. I'm sorry about that. The, the kitchen's around the corner. Uh, but your food will be out in a minute. Is there anybody here who doesn't want food? There's one that doesn't want food. Nobody. Hi, everybody. It's David again. Terry. Hey, David. Terry. I got it under control, Terry. man. Terry, no one has food. They love me here. That's great. No one has food. All you have to do is give the kitchen a number. Okay. Can you get a number to the kitchen? <sighs> they haven't liked any of the numbers I've given them so far. Why don't you tell him 75? 75. That's I haven't tried that. Cut back to the kitchen. 75. 75. I keep hearing this that is, over and over again. I feel real good about it. This is sort of all over the map. Um, we've got these first eight. <laughs> all right. Let me plate them up. Let me put my arms out. Okay. There you go. Come back. Right. We'll have 75 more. All right. Cut back to the table. All right. Who, who had the soup? We soup? all did. We wanted steaks. All right. Well, let me just, let me just set these down. Um, so here's one for you. Uh, here, I hope you enjoy. Oh, do you need anything to go with that? Oh, some crackers. Okay, I'll be right back. Um, I'll, I'll just take the other seven bowls with me. Uh, everybody just wait one minute. Let me get this, this gentleman some crackers. Come back to the kitchen. Guys, why, why are they back? Why I need some have... crackers. <laughs> you still have seven bowls. Why did you bring bowls back? Is there something wrong? Well, no, but I, the first guy I gave him soup, he wanted crackers. No, no, no. So it's okay. 12 o'clock at night. <laughs> You pass out all the soup. Oh. Then you get crackers. Why are we telling you this? We're the cooks. Oh, but I need this money. All right. Can, can we just put the crackers in my mouth? My hands are full. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Cut back to the table. Wait. $75 a plate and crackers in mouth? What is this? It's the only way I can. Here, you, are, you need this soup. Here you go. Here's your soup. It's a soup made of steaks. Uh, uh, Excuse hold me. On, it's me. David again. David. Hi. Hi, Terry. How, how's it going? We thought this guy was useless. You're the useless one, David. You're not even balancing soup and crackers in mouth. Well, that's not my job, sir. What is your job? I just come and check on Terry and make sure he's uh, providing good service. Is he everybody is happy not. with David's service? He is not. Mrs. What? Davidson, they love tell it. them how upset you are. I'm doing great. Hi, Mrs. Davidson. What? How's Terry doing for you? Cold sores. <laughs> See, she's really enjoying herself, sir. She's really enjoying herself. She is not understanding. Clearly, she said cold sores. Mrs. Davidson, do you have cold sores? Cold what? soup? Is that what I heard? Eight. Uh, uh, okay, I'll be right See, back. She's already eaten. That's how good it was. <laughs> <laughs> she, she ate. <laughs> Visitor angry over experience by Rod Sinical. <laughs> you have too much experience. <laughs> this this is a letter to the editor. Yeah, he's from Bristol, Tennessee. So, Visitor Angry Over Experience by Rod Cynical of Bristol, Tennessee. Cynical? Cynical. <laughs> Pilot Mountain made him that way. This will go well. He was, born, he was born to give this critique. Apparently, he ran into Andy Griffith. He's hardwired for cynicism. <laughs> <laughs> to the editor. On Saturday, March 23rd, my sons and I visited Mount Airy. It has been a while since I have been in your city, as I live in Tennessee, and don't get over your way very often. As we were driving down South Street, I was pointing out where things used to be 35 years ago when I lived there. I slowed down at one point, reminiscing to my boys, when a lady behind us honked her horn. I sped up some, and two of my sons, aged 12 and 13, turned around and waved at her. This woman then proceeded to flip off a couple of children. All I can say is, welcome to Mount Airy. We have Tennessee tags, but I guess visitors' children must deserve to be flipped off in Mount Airy if you're sightseeing on a Saturday afternoon. Anyway, to the offending woman, you have no class. Your community can thank you and others like you for drops in revenue when people like me don't return. Hadn't it been 35 years since he was there? When he lived there. Yeah. He lived there with... It, this was a letter. What did he do? <laughs> a, letter, a letter actually written by Andy Griffith. It wasn't the pen name, Ron Cynical. <laughs> Just came to get one of Aunt May's pies. Is that the whole letter? <laughs> That's the whole letter. Oh, I thought I was interrupting. <laughs> That's the whole letter. All right, we're going to cut to my favorite place. A town meeting. <laughs> of Mount Airy? In Mount Airy. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, um, I called you all here because I wanted to talk about what I think is a very serious problem, okay, with our public relations here in Mount Air. Mm. 
Just for fun, the other day I decided to enter our town as if I were a tourist for the first time. Oh. See the sights, see it with fresh eyes. And what is the first thing that I see? What is the first impact that Mount Airy makes to me on the corner of Main Street? A trash can. The first thing that I encounter in our, what I believe is a beautiful town, is a trash can. Hmm. And and I have news for all of you, they're everywhere. We have trash cans on nearly every corner, sometimes in the middle of blocks in Mount Airy. Is that what we are? Is that what we want tourists to see of us? Uh, Mr. Mayor. Huh? Mr. Mayor. Yes. I know you're newly elected. Trash. Um, so we we actually had those trash cans installed two years ago. Okay. Oh. Um, it was a, a referendum that, that we passed because... Uh, the previous mayor, every time that he would drive into town, all he would see was tr trash. So we, we felt like the trash cans were maybe a, a step up and, and maybe a step in the right direction. Oh, so, so your solution then was to hide the problem. Put it in cans, uh, out in the open. I don't think that's how we really felt about it at the time. Well, we were having a lot of uh, people come over from Pilot Mountain. And they were bringing their trash, and they were just leaving it on the corners. And so we thought we ought to, yes, I suppose hide the problem, but give them a place to put it when they came to town. Okay, so, so the trash is coming from another place. It's not our citizens. Our citizens are not providing the trash. We take our trash, and we put it in the river. That's smart, because the river, it flows, and so it pushes it away. But that's a secondary problem. Why are you having a problem with the trash cans? They're, they're beautiful, they're green, they're metal. No, the, no are... th th these aren't statues of Andy Griffith. This isn't something beautiful that people want to take pictures with. This is a can of trash. So, so are you proposing an Andy Griffith trash can statue? We cut back to Main Street <laughs> six <laughs> months later. Okay, I had this prototype made. It took some time. But as you can see, it's the spitting image of Andy Griffith. Now, all you need to do is open his mouth, and you just kind of shove, you know, I got a packet of cigarettes here. Just shove it right through his mouth, and problem solved. Oh, I see in the back here, you've got a separate hatch where his, where his bottom is. Is that's that the, recyclable? That's the handicapped accessible hatch. Oh, okay, all right. All yes. Right. Yeah, you got to have one below 42 inches. Oh, okay. It's the law. Oh, and, and, and it's a little and, weird to be depositing. And in check his this backside. out: when I opened his mouth or his anus, listen to this. Isn't that wonderful? It's pleasant. It reminds you of what you love of Andy Griffith. Is it the same sound when you open the back hatch? Let me try opening the back hatch. So, uh, so are we just gonna do like a? So we have a lot of trash cans. Are we just going to do Andy Griffith statues? Oh, no. I think the entire cast of the beloved Andy Griffith. That's what we're known for. You know, we'll have Aunt B, Aunt May, uh, Barney. Floyd? Cooter? Watch your mouth, son. There's no Cooter. That's Cooter. Duke's a hazard. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, hey, excuse me. I'm uh, My name's Jerry from nearby Hazard, Kentucky. I was uh, going to uh, throw away my Cooter statue, and I was just looking for a place I could stick it. Well, can I just, can I, I just shove my, my cooter in this uh, Andy Griffith statue here? Well, first off, you're not going to fit a cooter inside of Andy Griffith. Maybe Aunt May, but not Andy Griffith, okay? Well, well it's not the whole tow truck. It's just the beloved actor. Uh, but second of all, we don't want your cooter in this town, okay? We have worked very hard and taken steps to make sure that we have sensible trash cans that are pleasing to the eye and not filled with other cities' garbage. Now, we take it Enos. We like Enos around here. He's a pretty good character. Well, we, we, law we, enforcement? We're all about law wait, enforcement. We didn't we're Hogg, no, we're keeping our Enos. Wait, wait. A why, daisy? Why are you throwing away that statue? That's a perfectly good trash can. Well, turns out we had a town meeting. And the mayor didn't like all the cooters that we had on every block. We it cut back to that town meeting. You know, it's, it's just not a dignified name. Cooter? No, it's I okay. Can, can we just call it the word? I, I just it, the I, word cooter. No, just no, just the just cooter call word. It, no, I just, still can't see why we don't have any anus statues. Okay, now see, anus. That, whoa, watch it. See, that's what I'm talking about. That one gets really close. Okay, I just I don't know who created this show. All I'm saying is is it doesn't seem family friendly, and I think that's what we wanted. Well, a we couldn't afford the rights for the other actors. All we could afford was a cooter or an anus. Just go, oh, just. 
okay, can we at least keep them on separate sides of the street at least? I don't want them being so close together. It makes me nervous. You don't want Cooter next to Anus? Just, can we please just have a understanding Just put the Cooter in, in the front room. and Anus in the back. Hey, I, I, I'm sorry to get in Look, the middle of this. Look, ain't a lot of room between the two of them anyway. I, 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 as, as Councilman Tate, I feel Tank. like I need to get between you two now. Look, Councilman, we have dealt with you before, and I would rather you remain quiet. I feel like I need to get between this issue. I thought we were going to call him Mr. T. <laughs> Councilman Taint, you ride the fence on a lot of issues. I think we're going to let you help us make a choice here. Well, y'all know me, Councilman Taint. I think it's time we cleaned up this town. People have been leaving a lot of shit around. <laughs> What's your solution, Councilman Taint? I think we need to take all this junk to the dump. All the junk that's in the trunk from the Duke boys, they've been leaving their junk in the trunk all over town. Why the hell couldn't they have filmed Donna Reed in this town? <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly the town was engulfed in flames. <laughs> the dumpster fire that it is. <laughs> and 30 days later, all that remained was a statue of Cooter and Anus. anus together again. <laughs> together holding hands. Hey, kids, look out the window. It's the dumpster fire of Hazard County. Is that Cooter statue giving me the finger? <laughs> <laughs> Glow Party, a hit with all ages by Dean Palmer. G-L-O-W? G-L-O-W. Okay. Glow. Gorgeous ladies of wrestling. That's right. Threatening weather forecasts for Saturday night's Let's Glow Crazy Block Party to be moved from Main Street to inside the Armfield Civic and Recreation Center Gymnasium. But based on the high energy enjoyment of youngsters and adults in attendance, those taking part didn't seem to mind. According to Main Street coordinator Jenny Kendi, the decision to move the event inside was made on Friday. Organizers had been monitoring reports of possible Saturday evening rains and storms and opted to make the call as a precaution. Our goal was to have this as a downtown event, she said, and we hated to make that call to move it. But this was better for everyone. Our priority was safety. Armfield Center has been great, she continued. This has really worked out well. The glow-in-the-dark effect has really been better inside the gymnasium. It's a great atmosphere, and everyone seems to be having a really good time. Is this just a rave? It's probably a rave with, like, Kool-Aid instead of, like, alcohol, though, right? Is it like a kid rave? Most raves don't have alcohol either, I don't think. Or maybe it has chocolate bars instead of meth. <laughs> pick, your, pick your analogy. Is there nothing in the middle, George? <laughs> it's also it's not like, meth that raves. Oh, we went from alcohol it? to meth. What's it, what's it raves? Probably Mushroom? ecstasy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess would be Molly these days, right? <laughs> Guys, I don't feel like this party's lively enough. All we have is a, is, is a bunch of Smirnoffs. Math! Yeah. Math! Now it's a party. I just came here for the Hershey bars. Yeah. You guys all on meth? Well, the Armfield Center is big enough for the Hershey bar party and for the meth party. You can both just kind of be in here. We've got a curtain to separate you two. <laughs> That'll be good. Have they stated what the glow party is? Not specifically, no. but I mean, okay. it just sounded like it was like a dancey sort of right. thing. Dancers of all ages gather on the gymnasium floor as a colorful light show enhanced the resounding beat from a steady lineup of popular music. So when I went to Coachella a couple of years ago with two of my brothers, um, part of what they had was that kind of thing, mm -hmm. but it was silent. You had to wear like earbuds to hear you could tune into the music that they were playing. And so everybody was dancing to the same music, but you couldn't hear any of it unless you were part of the deal. So it was really weird to watch. You just kind of walk by, and there are all these flashing lights, and people just kind of silently They did that at moving SCAD around. when Kat and Stefan were both there. Okay, like they had yeah. a, a glow party, like a silent. Yeah. So it didn't bother anyone that didn't want to hear the music, but everybody there was having like a shared experience. It was kind of cool. But that I didn't I didn't loud. know what it was. Those raves are loud. But like, I didn't, you're deaf for days. I, we walked by, and I didn't know what was going on. I was like, how are they all? Yeah, they're all in unison dancing together. I found yeah. out later it was an earbud thing. I thought it was kind of... <laughs> they were dancing to the lights. Or Back something. off, Boomer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For hours, you were just on the sidelines like, how are they all keeping rhythm? Well, the kids today. Uh, let me go try. And then just George is flailing about with no earbuds. <laughs> okay, I mean, I Boomer. guess this is fun. 
<laughs> all part of the Coachella experience. <laughs> you finally get in sync, their song changes, and then you're yeah. out again. <laughs> they start doing the boot scoot and boogie. <laughs> I don't know. The change. I don't know why the everybody's popular. wearing earplugs. It's so quiet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the only one without them, and I hear nothing. <laughs> Let me just give a woo and see what happens. Woo! Oh, they don't care. So it's just George in the middle of this Coachella. Woo! And then the next people that come behind go, I don't know what that is, but that one guy, he's having fun. <laughs> Are these he's other feeling people no like, pain? Yeah. I can see security coming to get you. Hey, we don't have any kind of funny business here. Oh, yeah. Hershey bars. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go back and play my banjo. You got chocolate <laughs> melting down the side of your face. My face is melting, but I'm totally feeling the groove. Dan, we got a meth head. <laughs> One of those woo guys. <laughs> One of those guys. Are your raving days over, Neil? Well, it's oh, like you. My raving days have long been over. <laughs> so we're moving our orgy to the community center? Yeah. And orgies are done now. <laughs> I don't want to go there. All right, cut to a warehouse rave in a dilapidated area of Detroit. Two older guys are walking in the front door. Oh, is this um, this the rave, sir? Is this is this the rave? Is this where this is where we come for the rave? Uh, yeah, yeah. You you know us here in Detroit. Yes, yeah. So we've got right, uh, my yeah. friend and I. We've got box seats. Yeah, uh, we've got a, a private box. Uh, so if you could just take us to where. That is, we have VIP passes um, yeah, to the that'll rave. That would be great. Box, I'll, I'll have a yeah. Heineken, too. Box yeah, seats. And, and uh, maybe some maybe some nachos or some with, do, with do, Gouda cheese. Do you have your tickets? I'm going to need yeah, to see the Yeah, we got our tickets, right, Bert? We got tickets. Yeah, I got a ticket. Yeah, here we go. Okay, yep. all right. Yep, so, you do have the box seats. Wait, so we, we have boxes got, here? Yeah, can can you gentlemen got, excuse me for, for just sure. a second? Yeah, yeah. We'll just wait here. Did you have... Are you going to uh, validate the, parking? What, what, give us just a minute. What's just, the Wi-Fi give password? Us, this is the Lincoln Steve, Steve, Wait, Steve, 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 Steve. What's going on, Dan? Look, okay, look. These old people are really starting to try and get into these, so I started selling box seats. What? I charged them like 10 times what we charged for two tickets. Well, okay, so so what, what are you going to do once they go inside and there's no boxes? No box seats? Oh, there, there are. What? Fellas, we they, don't want to interrupt. I know you guys are start, talking about logistics, but we don't want to miss you know some of the... The good dances, and um, so if, if we could just get our box seats. Yeah, what, just... what time does the beat drop? Because I just want to make sure I'm here for that. Oh, the beat is always dropping. You guys are going to have such a good time. Uh, we do validate parking. You do? Great. But only on the because, way out. Because so we, we parked. We validate. We on did the... drive here. How else would you get here? Of I just wanted to make sure, here. you know, we don't live in the area. We heard about this. We live out in Chicago, and we drove here specifically for this. Oh, okay. I can I can definitely tell you're not from uh, here. Dan, Dan, Dan. Like, what? Wh where are the box seats? Like, we, there, there's this Look, is a one-floor building. Th it's the boxes in the back. It's just the wooden just crate. Go put them on boxes. Just go grab two wooden crates. It's a box seat. Look, Dan. These what? guys are old. Go grab them. Uh, we, um, oh, I'm grab sorry, them. fellas, again, uh, we brought some of our own glow sticks, but we were hoping if you had some of the glow necklaces we could wear. I, I'm thinking like a blue for me. We do, oh, yeah. we do have your merch bags. Bert, okay, all right. Yeah, we got your merch, merch, merch bags. Grab two of the boxes. Okay, so. Dan, I'm it's really just the concerned. Apple, just go get the Apple Wait, Wait, Guys, <gasps> guys, I'm sorry. What is the name of the Facebook event for this? I just want to make sure that when I uh, live stream and tell Bert, Bert, it's a secret rave. You're not supposed to put it on Facebook. You need to go on the TikTok. Oh, you can put it on Facebook. Nobody gives a hell. That's fine. We don't uh, have an for, event. For, for a fee. For a fee? Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course it's for Facebook. a fee. Yeah, that yeah. was a... You did you guys cash? get that as part of the package? Um, oh, we definitely take cash. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We actually prefer it. It's harder to trace. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. Cash is great. Yeah, I, I find it's important to always have about 120 bucks in my wallet. Just uh, You know, as odd as that is, it's $120. For the for the Facebook uh, casting fee. Oh, for all of it. Okay, th that's fine. Um, cool, just, great. I just need your Wi-Fi password. This doesn't feel right, Dan. Oh, it's okay. Oh, oh. So I'll give you the password in just a minute. Look, here's here's your box, and here's your box, and in the bag you get your mer in, in inside the box is your merch bag. Oh, okay. okay yep. Right. Yep. So you got your your glow necklace. So is this? Um, I see that there's a piece of paper in here. Is that does that have ecstasy on it? The paper. Um, is it, you're supposed to lick the pa the paper. I. This is what we used to do, right? Remember in college? Uh, well, to, uh, I, I, actually, the uh, ecstasy, we keep it, and we call it Tic Tacs now. That's what yes. the kids call that's it. The um, new, that's the new phrase. I they take a while to hit. You really should have taken one earlier yeah, today. Yeah, I, I actually have a container right here. Uh, I don't know, uh, $50 a Tic Tac? Yeah. Ecstasy? Yeah, that's probably good. Yeah. That seems fair. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's okay. I would or, or pay you double can that. buy this whole Tic Tac ecstasy container for... Um, 
two thousand oh, dollars. We're just Probably, fellows. Yeah. We're just here for the experience tonight. I mean, we have we're at regular jobs. Yeah, I mean, we both we both engineer. Oh no, I'm, no, but I'm leading like, a seminar in the morning at. 10. I mean, but ecstasy is only good for like two minutes. You know? Yeah, I mean, you yeah. don't want to get caught short. So you're gonna want an entire Tic Tac. Oh yeah, oh, I want enough to like last however long the rave is. Oh yeah, sure well. That- so you know, I gotta say, we normally don't have guys in here with pleated pants and loafers. That was uh, well, we did. It's quite uh, a choice too. We tried to dress the part. We didn't want to wear, you know, suit jackets. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we didn't want to stand out. And and I, you'll see, I've got glow in the dark socks. I like to keep my personality. Gotcha. Like I, my identity is through my socks. I think the tassels are nice as well. Thanks. On the, on the White loafers. piping on my pants so that the black lights would catch it. It's all right. Great thinking, I guess. Okay. Well, um. Okay, well, if you'll just give me the two thousand dollars, I'll give you your Tic Tac ecstasy. I'll tell you what, it's you... not a rave unless you got Tic Tacs. Okay, all right, fine. I'll I'll, I'll have some Tic Tacs. All right, great, two thousand. That, that's great. Stepping and you, boss? Up. How about you, boss? Oh no, I'm just going to hang out with. He's going to give me some of his, right, Bert? You gotta go. Well, you have to remember, they're only two minutes each, so you know that that's basically going to last him maybe an hour. Uh, so you want like half of these? Well, half the Tic Tacs. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I haven't used ecstasy in a while, but back in the day, and back look, in my and, day. And look, these won't even show up if you take a drug test. Not at all. Well, that's good because that's what my seminar is on in the morning. I, I administer drug tests. You're a straight-laced oh, wow. guy. Then you should be really familiar with Tic Tacs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, we test for them all the time. That's pro- hard to trace, though. I mean, no, they, only, they only stay in the system for four minutes. Oh, no, but the Mindy Breath is a telltale sign, right? Yeah, Bert, when, yeah, yeah that, that, that's how we, that's called the, strat, the scratch I'm telling you, Dan, test. when these guys walked up, I was like, these two guys know their stuff. They do. They definitely know their stuff. Hey, Dan, there's another guy coming up. Do you want to help take care of him? Sure. I'll, I'll finish up over yeah, here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hey there, is this the, uh, the rave party? Uh, yeah. Oh. This is definitely the rave. Oh, uh, what's that sounds great. Do, do you have like a, a, a private sitting area? I don't want to make a fuss or nothing. Uh, I just, I don't want people to recognize me. I mean, uh, you know, anything can be had for a price. You know, uh, cash or card or what are you, what are oh, you thinking? Oh, Andy Griffith only deals in cash. <laughs> gotcha. Well, uh, 1500 sound fair? Oh, that's chicken scratched Andy Griffith. Ted, oh, perfect. Is that Andy Griffith over there? Bert, I think that might be Andy Griffith. He's Hold so on. nice. I can't believe it. You want to go meet him? Hey, He's guy, 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 Andy Griffith. What are you doing coming over here? Well, we saw it's, it's Andy Griffith. Hey, hey, Andy hey, hey. Griffith. That's Andy Matlock. Hey, you shut up. Go whore mouths, all of us. I'm just here to rave and to drop some X. <laughs> Leave me be. But Andy Griffith, you've always been a father figure to us. I want to go fishing with you. I want you to tousle my hair. I want it to grow red again. I want you to put your arm around me. Oh, well, since you put I it want that to way, eat one of May's pies. Well, since you, you put it that way, why don't we all just go grab some fishing poles and shove them up your asses? Scene. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think the ecstasy's kicking in. The Tic Tacs are kicking in. <laughs> You're tripping on spearmint, son. <laughs> when does the bass drop? One, two, three, four. Golly, 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 golly. Small town news. Small town news. Bunch of bunch of bunch of small town news. Bunch of bunch of bunch of small town news. Bunch of bunch of bunch of small town news. You've just tolerated another episode of Small Town News, a production of Small Town News LLC. Today's episode of Small Town News was inspired by the pilot of Pilot Mountain, North Carolina, and stories written by Bill Colvard, Dean Palmer, and one irate tourist from Tennessee. Episodes are performed and produced by Keith Boyd, George Oliver, Neil Oliver, and Craig Ramey. Research by Dr. Jessica Saxon. Music performed by George Oliver. This episode was recorded in the historic Newburn Civic Theater in Newburn, North Carolina. Small Town News is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, and Aunt May's Gramophone. 
Like what you hear? Leave us a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram for behind-the-scenes photos, exclusive updates, and opportunities to share your favorite small-town news. Thanks for joining us. And remember... (laughs) Now it's a party! So one of the one of the best Aunt B myths or not myths is that she liked to smoke weed. Really? Yeah. And drop X occasionally. <laughs> Only in Detroit. Yeah. That was that was later in life. <laughs> Is that an urban legend or confirmed? Uh, I only know, I don't know it as a confirmed thing, uh, okay. but I've heard it a number of different times. Okay. So. May, somebody was really stoned watching the old episodes, and they're like, she gets it. She, she's always giving <laughs> everybody pies. So you can't she cook like that it. and not be a stoner. She's not just baking, she's baked. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if it's the Tic Tacs talking. <laughs> There was one episode where she says, I was baking all day. <laughs> and some story was like, yeah. And that episode may ran be. on 420. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and maybe. And maybe. <laughs> this will be a good one. This will be a good one. I think it's a, not that it's a good thing anyone's dead, but I think it's a good thing Andy Griffith is not alive. Yeah, because we would have killed him today. (laughs) I know. Cut to the episode where it's, and remember, I think it's a good thing Andy Griffith is not alive. (laughs) (laughs) If you can just go ahead and take that clip and just tag it on the end of every episode. (laughs) And remember, we're all glad Andy Griffith's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Ding dong, the Griffith's dead. Which old Griffith? The Andy Griffith. Andy Griffith's dead. Thanks for joining us. And remember, but I think it's a good thing Andy Griffith is not alive. <laughs> <laughs>